This British Open Picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports. They're back with their Circus Survivor and Circus Millions contest. Fourteen million dollars up for grabs. Get all the details over at CircusSports.com. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circus Las Vegas. You're listening to FGPN. Let it ride. To the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner picks Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. I hear they're still trying to call it the Open Championship. Mm. Like there isn't a United <laughs> States Open. I mean, this is this is perfect for USA, the British USA. Open. Come on, who doesn't call it the British Open? Open Championship. By the way, these colors don't run. I, I'm a little confused. I, I know the the live the merger already happened. Yeah, yes. I saw last week they were or two weeks ago they were dancing on the golf course. <laughs> I, I'm not so sure. Like I'm, maybe we need to walk back some of our pro uh, merger takes because if 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 mob if mob dancing turns into part of golf, I'm out. That's not cool. Yeah, that's not we what don't, I'm we here don't for. need that. It, go, golf is an old. It guy. was really off-putting. <laughs> it, it was. Re- it really stood out to me as a as a drive-by TMZ live golf fan. I we do do still have the app downloaded on on yes. the. Are, are we getting rid of the live golf no, app? Right? No, I have not deleted my account. I'm going to okay. stay, stay with it. Who knows? Is maybe. There, uh, I, I mean, I'm. I was joking there, but <laughs> do we have an end date for live? Uh, uh, well, it seems know. like they're, they don't. They're dancing. They're literally dancing in the fairways. It seems like there hasn't been any sort of update. As to uh, what's going to happen, there. I assume the British Open is some sort of merged event, right? No, I think the uh, obviously the live guys are involved. But it's yeah, not no. brought to us by Aramco <laughs> yet, or any of those other Middle East uh, Qatar Air, Airways. Yes, they put they painted on the Saudi flag onto the Claret jug. <laughs> I did hear they were going to do that too. I mean, think about it: green sponsorships. That's mm. I mean, why, why does the green need to be green? It's a great question. Boise Ryan. State once asked that question. All right, we are going to talk British Open picks uh, before we get to that. Shout out to Circa Sports. Oh man, I cannot wait. Uh, the Circa Football Weekend, end of August, August twenty fourth to the twenty sixth. Come out, say what's up to Kramer and I. Sign up for the Circa Millions contest. Sign up for the Circa Survivor. Again, enter in Vegas. You can play from anywhere. Fourteen million dollars. Up for grabs, Kramer and I will personally give you uh, your selection card for the Circuit Millions if that's what you want, or Circuit Survivor. We'll do both. Uh, but again, Circuit's uh, awesome, great place. Sean, to hang. I was thinking maybe we come up with a tasting menu. Ooh. We have different types of tasting menu, like yes. conservative, aggressive, really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from your circa millions? Uh, we'll, All we'll, 1 p.m. games. Maybe you get in early on a Thursday. Only primetime games. Uh, CircusSports.com to get all the details. Joining us on the line from the Golf Gambling Podcast, Mr. Baby Whale himself, Boston Capper. What's up, Capper? What's up, boys? It's uh, it, it is the all the hardos call it the open. It's the fucking. 
British Open. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, is there? I know Twitter golf. See, like I have a cursory oh view of Twitter golf. I realize yeah. they're listening, and I listen to you and Steve's uh, British Open preview, as I call it, and. Uh, I feel like there's a whole like other deeper level to golf Twitter, oh, like yeah. the golf, you know, going super hardcore. But is there is there like divisiveness as to what to call it? I mean, yeah, probably. Like I don't know. I, last year, I think I heard more of it. This fighting on golf, golf Twitter is fucking weird, man. Like <laughs> everybody's fighting. It's it's a very strange, strange place, and we all bet on a fucking really strange sport to bet on anyway. Everybody's sweating out like you know, fifties, sixties ones. And people start chirping at each other and show me the ticket. And then we got like, I, I feel like that's mostly people. just you or mostly just no, you, getting, right. no. <laughs> get you <laughs> getting mad at someone for jinxing your bet or something that you did fair. to personally uh, jinx someone's bet. Uh, we'll get but, to well, that's but, why. That's why I stay out of slack because those fucking guys would mush me all the time. I, I had to stay out. I had to, yeah, like I had to, like I would, my blood pressure would go through the roof. But like, forget you know it. what we need to do? We well, need the, to- the doctor did, and he does. He is the uh, only one of our podcast hosts who has a medicinal uh, excuse <laughs> for not being in the Discord, uh, because the doctor did write a note and said no, no, uh, no Sean, golf we, Discord interaction. We need happen. to do, start doing some sort of monthly. Um, like happy hour panel where we get all the guys that are too old to figure out discord. Yeah. All together. And like Colby, uh, Boston capper, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm assuming there's a couple others in our waters. Yes. A uh, little Vix to everyone. And uh, Steve Shermer out on the side, oh, no. just a uh, new dad, kid number two. Yep. He wasn't able to make it filling in for him a uh, rising star in the golf gambling podcast network, Mr. Matt Gannon. What's happening, Matt? Yeah, appreciate you guys having me on the pod. Happy to be here. Obviously, watch a lot of your guys' content. What we do at SGPN is awesome. But I have to ask, what did you say last year when the tournament was in Scotland and not in uh, the Great Britain or England? Did you call it the British Open? Yes. Yes, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> because Fair. I'm not yeah, I'm on not on one of those on. people that different <laughs> uh British, United Kingdom. It's all oh, wow. it's all Britain oh. to me. Oh wow. I mean it's it's all, all the empire. Right? I know I know I know Capper is it, see, it feels the same way. It's all the evil empire. You you right. raise that union jack, you deal with the consequences. I just That's picture right. Scotland. Boston Capper was <laughs> Mel Gibson in the Patriot. Just, yes, just absolutely laying, laying. I mean, two if by C motherfuckers. That was, uh, I think that was the last time I hit an outright. I hit Cam Smith. That was pretty. That was pretty that was sweet. Beautiful. And of course, that was again uh, thanks to Golf Gambling Podcast. I think Steve, he and and Capper, they do that uh, that fun game on the on the show where they basically bring up all these trends, whittle it all down to mm. usually it's a couple guys, but. If you listen to their show, if you missed it, they did. I think it was like what ten different trends. Ten and, different trends, yeah. And one guy was what ten for ten. There was only one man 10. remaining. Yep. Oh no! And that That's one it. man was Ricky Fowler. Oh no! How surprised yes. were you that Ricky My Fowler? Are so hard. Right Ricky now. Fowler was the guy who survived <laughs> the trend uh, survivor. I mean, he, not that surprised. He's got a pretty good open record and he's been playing so well. Like, yeah, I thought it was going to be Brooks. Brooks was the second guy. Uh, so yeah, I bet them both. Cause uh, I don't want to go through that whole fucking exercise, not bet them and then have them win. 
So. Yeah, that is that is brutal, and, and people don't realize that in the content game, uh, oh, wow. it is it is sometimes it's a problem because you give out some uh, some stuff where you start you go oh I pulled up this stat and then you're like well shit I gotta bet it because I mm. talked about it on air yep. <laughs> and then the fear the FOMO of talking about something and again thank God I have that fear because. You know, I gave out that um, that Austin Hooper two touchdown. <laughs> Who can Titans, forget Titans money line eighty to one. You guys remember that it was featured on the Doctor Phil Pod uh, show. Um, but like that was one of those classic where we give out a crazy. Can we get bet. one of those T-shirts as seen on TV, as seen on TV, as seen on Doctor Phil. Uh, Matt, you are a you are a young guy. It's oh. great to see. Uh, the young kids embracing golf, embracing gambling on golf. Normally, I feel like back when we were starting well, it's become out, become a young man's game. Yeah, it's it, it is kind of a youth movement. Give us a little bit about your background. Like, how did you get into golf? Handicapping? Uh, what were you doing that you stumbled <laughs> upon our network and got involved? Yeah. Walk us through your. Uh, how did you get? How did you get a, a part of a golf gambling podcast? Definitely a very slippery slope. I wouldn't know if I would, I would go down it again if I had the choice, but <laughs> we're here and we're happy to be here. But yeah, so I grew up playing every sport basically, uh, apart from golf, played college football, played college lacrosse. And then when the time came when I couldn't do that anymore, picked up golf. And I was like, I've always been fairly good at sports. And I picked up this, these, this metal stick. And I'm like, damn, this is a lot harder than it looks. And I've always <laughs> handicapped sports my whole life. Then I got into golf over the last four years. And yeah, it's been, a, I would, I love it. It's the best sport, best sport to handicap, best sport to watch, to play. It's just, it's a lifestyle now. This oh, is one yes, of those I things where the, the explanation while very different than Boston cappers, it's exactly the same. <laughs> Got like, Hey, I, I bet on everything. And this sport is really awesome. That, that's the answer. Like when, like, as we always say, Sean, it's a, it's a 10 point dog on a, on a Sunday, uh, four to one's I mean, pretty you know, shortest of the short in the right, golf. Right, I'm just going back and thinking how mm. how young Matt must have been when we gave out Bubba Watson to win the <laughs> oh, Masters 2012, in, 20, in 2012. I mean, come on, it's probably hanging out in his oh. uh, middle school. Uh, probably, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was 12. I was definitely 12. Oh, <laughs> I was hell yeah. 12. Bo- boobs were oh, becoming man. a thing. Yeah, he, he just yeah. He, it was like right oh. when he was discovered how awesome. Oh, the, I don't know with the internet. Who knows what he's already figured? Who knows? Yeah, like, we like said, Matt. When we were we young, it was we would get photocop like a, some kid would steal a Playboy from somewhere. Yeah, and then he would <laughs> then he'd go to the library at school and Xerox it uh, as many times as possible, and that was our fix. Yeah. Now you got the old was, iPhone. You could you could do it <laughs> out your hands. Oh my god! Hands. Kids kids are jerking off at school. Kids are so lucky because I dude, there was a random dumpster like that. Like when, uh, like it was like it was like a porno mag like random dump site. We'd go check it once a week. Ride our bikes down there, and, and like behind the dumpster, we'd find all types of like, like hustlers and weeds and like you know what I mean, just like the most random uh, shit. It was uh, like yeah, you got the best. It was like the porn fairy. Cross the, go just ride over the wrong side of the tracks. We we understand. Um, getting back to the British Open, okay. Rory. Obviously, oh. he won this uh, British Open, aka the Claret Jug, in 2014. 
I think he messed up by winning the Scottish Open. Am I crazy, Capper? Because doesn't that mess up his mojo? Like we needed if we wanted and again, I'm not like a Rory guy, but if you're back in Rory, you wanted him coming under the radar. Steve had a great theory. Like the more press he has coming into event, the worse he does. This feels like a a horrible setup if you're if you're back in Rory this week. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, it is kind of stupid that we say, oh, he won last week. He can't win this week. I mean, we have had back to backs more frequently. It's still not a frequent thing. It's fucking tough to do because golf's so goddamn random. I mean, there's yeah. 150 guys in the field. You know what I mean? Like luck does play a part in it. Um, yeah, I mean, I just it's so storybook. Like, if he fucking wins, like uh, the golf coverage is gonna be nauseating. Like, I'm gonna have to get off the internet for a week. <laughs> oh, no. It's gonna be terrible. Like I don't know. He it's a short number. He should do it. He he didn't do uh, media availability on Tuesday, so he's trying to kind of you know focus on the golf, which is a Big good thing time. for Rory and, and his fans. But yeah, I, I'm not here for it. I don't want Rory. What about wow. what about you, Matt? That was uh, 2014. I don't know if you go if you were watching uh, golf back then, but <laughs> what uh, what what's your take on Rory coming into uh, into this event? I, I mean, obviously playing well, winning the Scottish Open, but how do you think he matches up with this course in particular? Yeah. The, well, the first thing Capper and I said last week on our Monday show was how hilarious would it be if Rory were to win this Scottish open, <laughs> build up the hype and then flame out the n- yes. next week, AKA this week. And I could already see it coming to fruition. I don't think he's going to flame out, but the hype is there. I mean, yeah, the golf course sets up for him. Perfect. He was a winner here. He's fucking Rory McIlroy. So I don't think he's going to win. I don't want him to win, but <laughs> if he does like probably good for the game. Yeah, I mean, he's interesting. Like his career, right? He he won those couple majors. He was up there with like, this is the next Tiger. He's gonna go head to head for with Tiger, you know, and then I, just nothing. I, I right? have very scattered golf memories when it comes to watching golf, but I have a very distinct memory of him. He was choking away some major, and which one? I don't. Yeah, <laughs> he was being consoled by some insanely attractive girl. I have a similar memory with Jordan Spieth. And in that moment, you're just like, oh shit. Like he's not gonna be good for a while. Like he's he's fallen into off the field activities. We've seen it with Tiger Woods. I mean, look at Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler is like, fuck, my commercials are running up. I gotta be good at golf again. And he had to like just he had to quit pussy for a little bit. That's just and so uh yeah, make your legs weak. <laughs> yeah, so I, I yeah, I mean, I think that's all we're looking at here, right? Um, yeah. So what, what about Cam Smith? Obviously oh. he won the British open last year, but do, do you think this is a good match or sorry, like good course match for him? Capper Cam Smith. So I, on paper, no, uh, just because it, it looks like, yeah, I gotta have to be accurate with the driver, but yeah. me and Matt talked about it. Like, we don't know what he's going to look like if he's clubbing down, like, what does he look like hitting two iron? Like, I don't fucking know. It's a very small sample size, you know? So, and he's, once he's off the box, he's arguably the best golfer on the planet. He can get up and down from anywhere. He can drain putts. So banging against Cam Smith, his number was shitty. That's the only reason I didn't bet him. I'd run and bet some other guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, on paper, this is not, not a course fit. He's going to be, he's not going to be popular in DFS. You're not going to see him on a lot of tickets uh, or a lot of cads, but um, I, I was initially, I was going into this week knowing he wasn't a fit and I wanted to bet him, but his number was just too short. What about you, Matt? Cam Smith? How, how do you feel about him here? Yeah, I'm out on Cam Smith this week for sure. And especially with the fairways not being as firm as they were in the past on this golf course, 
that with the fairways being softer, that brings more drivers into play, allows guys to hit drivers. So they won't roll into the rough, into the fescue. So more guys are going to have to hit drivers, meaning Cam Smith will have to hit more drivers. That is his least dominant weapon. Uh, even last week on live when he won the tournament, he lost many strokes off the tee. I don't know if you know about him winning at TPC Sawgrass. He lost literally five strokes off the tee, one of the worst driving performances of the entire field, and gained 11 strokes putting. It was an immaculate short game performance. Ridiculous. He would need to do that again this week. And I do not. If he if he gains 12 strokes, 15 strokes putting, be my guest, Cam Smith. But it's not going to happen. So you mentioned live. What about the live players in general? How do you think? We still haven't gotten a great answer of like, hey, dominating in live. What does it mean going into a major? Does it help you? The the obviously the structure is completely different. I saw in your no DFS, dancing. Uh, yeah, the first complete lack of huge... dancing. I saw in your article, uh, Matt, you had some live guys in there. What do you? What do you? How do you think the live guys will fare uh, for this British Open? Yeah. So hand up. I was so out on all the live guys going into the majors, heading into the major season. I wrote articles about how they had no chance, even drugs to the PGA. I would be the first to admit I was wrong, but you still can't quantify what these live tournaments mean. Like they're 48 man fields, 54 holes. We don't know what they mean. So I wrote up those two live guys based off just course fit and what we know about those golfers. If the wind's going to be a factor, if the club down is going to be a factor, Taylor Gooch hits one of the best low hooks in the world. And Dustin Johnson has a great open track record. He should be an open championship back at many years ago where he blew it on the last few holes and he's playing good golf. So you got to make what you want. Um, now, one of the trends uh, of like the uh, the British Open winners that um, I know you guys have been talking about over on the show. This one is crazy, and I think it even goes back more than ten years. But the last ten winners, the year before, they were outside the top thirty in the British I Open. The year that. before, uh, like so I, Capper, is there no, any no. sort of Capper's logic to it? <laughs> no, listen. That's what. That's what. That's this is what we have to deal with with fucking gambling on golf. Like you, you spend all fucking week trying to <laughs> handicap something, and it's something as stupid as every winner over the past fifteen years have been outside the top thirty. So whatever, just like it, it's it's frustrating, but it's crazy. Like the trend's the trend. Uh, Cam Smith broke a trend last year. I don't remember which one he did. Morikawa broke a trend the year before that. So while it is a fun game, it's definitely not the be all end all. Um, yeah, I mean, look, man, if it hits again, it hits again. I think it'd be fucking hilarious. That's, <laughs> that one, be that's, one, that's one of the weirder trends. Yeah, that. I mean, Matt, what do you? Uh, any sort of go-to uh, trends you like that uh, for the uh, British Open? Like whether it's you know ball striking, tee to green putting. Like yeah. what are you? What are you looking at? Obviously, weather always kind of uh, hovering around for the British Open. Doesn't look like it's going to be horrible. Uh, from what I saw, but uh, what what are you looking at attribute wise going into the British Open? Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm looking at any trends per se because trends are very cherry picked and you can make what you want of them. And not even just golf, any sport, you can t- take a trend and run with it. I'm really high on complete driving of the golf ball because I think the driver is going to be more important than people are saying. People are kind of trying to drill the accuracy narrative. I think I want to go with a guy who's just a total dominant driver of the golf ball, AKA Rory, Rom, Scheffler, those types of guys who we just completely take over a golf course with the driver. 
Yeah, the, I heard. It seems like Scotty Scheffler is going to be insanely chalky, even mm. though his price is like through the fucking roof. <laughs> Do you think there's talk, Capper, inside uh, the golf oh. circles? I. I uh, I I I uh, go around it. Let's hear. Yes. That you can yes. you can outdrive this course. That you can dominate this course with your driver and and kind of break the course. Do you subscribe oh. to that notion? I don't know if you can break the course. I think it's going to be more driver heavy than the community is letting it mm. play out. Like, and it's because they keep going. Like Roy didn't use a whole lot uh, when he won. Tiger famously, I think, used it once uh, when he won. But it's a different. I mean, these guys are different now. I mean, this is almost ten years later. The technology is so much better than it was ten years ago. These guys are all long and straight. They can all fade and draw the ball. All, <laughs> I like, also, uh, <laughs> I also don't use my driver, but that's because I can't hit my driver straight. So I just, I drive with only my three wood. It's, uh, the drive, the dri- it's so weird because when I started golf, the driver was the only fucking club I could hit. Like it was the only club. That's I could crazy. Hit. That was it. That's a crazy fact. Why? That all oh, you, that you could can hit only was the hit driver. your driver. <laughs> yeah, when I first Happy when I first Gilmore the over ball, here. <laughs> yeah, I had to, like I I didn't understand hitting down on the ball. I was uh, uh, yeah, it was a very frustrating uh, experience learning oh, golf. But yeah, sad. I mean, I don't know. I I think I think Matt's right. I think being a complete driver of the golf balls can be very important, not just accuracy. Distance helps anywhere. Long and straight works at any golf course. So, give me the guys who are going to hit it long and straight. Long and straight. All right, uh, enough messing around. Let's get to DFS. Idol Kramer and I will uh-huh. give out our uh, DFS uh-huh. picks for the Millie Maker. You guys, as as judges, feel free to grade us. Matt, uh-huh. feel free to criticize uh, Kramer. Don't hold back. Uh, don't 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 go like, oh, you know, I shouldn't go after him. Give him your honest honest feelings. And Capper, how many? You gotta. This is your last one. So you're gonna go, you're gonna get uh, swept if you don't take the well, British Open, bro. And here and here's the thing, Capper. Oh. I, I appreciate it. I, I am going head to head against Kramer, but really, I'm giving the fans and the audience shots at winning millions of dollars. Really? All right, I'm not gonna That's give right. you some conservative ass lineup. Really? That oh maybe maybe you win three dollars in a fifty fifty. I'm trying to give you. A million dollars. Speaking of a million dollars, go to underdogfantasy.com. Best Ball Mania 4 is here. Underdog Fantasy giving away $15 million in prizes. That's insane. Oh my God. Uh, and they got it all too. Like they have NFL season player props. They call it NFL pick them, uh, daily MLB stuff. They got stuff for golf. They really have a little bit of everything. But again, best ball mania is awesome. I mean, fantasy football is fun, but the best part is drafting, like managing a league, collecting dues, vetoing trades, like all that is bullshit. It's super annoying. Head over to underdog fantasy. Use promo code SGPN for hundred percent deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. promo code SGPN. PN Kramer, you are uh last major winner, so you have the oh, honors. My, I mean it might it might be multiple years, mm. Capper. I know you've lost oh, you lost on. the, the official on. record book, but it's and it's not even been pretty. I think <laughs> I think oh, I, I, I I sent six through the 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 cut line at the uh, at the US so. Open. Not 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 an uh, and I'm, by the way, the judges were not kind to me, mm. so I'm prepared for everything and everything. I had Scotty Scheffler in here and then I started doing the research and it seems like people are calling him a free square at 25% of your budget is a free square. I'm not sure I understand that logic because you need six guys. So I I figured I'd pass on him. I assume he's going to be very popular and my free square is Brooks Kepka. What? 
guy plays for majors. Mm. No other handicap needed. When last time you motherfuckers talked me out of him, he ended up doing something uh, called winning. So Brooks is in there. I don't care. I, there's nothing that's going to have me take him out. He was my free square 10,400 and me losing Scheffler, by the way, made it a little easier because spending t- uh, 22,900 on two guys was really tricky for the rest of the lineup. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, I, so yeah. So you're right. Scott is definitely going to be popular. The reason why the community is calling him a free square is because he hasn't, finished, he hasn't. Yeah. Well. So he. But at this point, he's good chalk, right? Like this, you guys know, this good chalk, bad chalk. He hasn't finished worse than twelfth, like all fucking year. And he, all he does is top five, and he's going to out. He's going to. He's going to. So make you're telling me it's a trend like that. that's ready to be broken. Yeah. Look. I mean, <laughs> I'm definitely fine with because you're right. Like, like because I've done. I did a Scotty Brooks build, and that shit. It is ugly down bottom, uh, but <laughs> thanks to thanks to Matt finding some uh, garbage plays under six k, uh, you can make it work. Uh, but yeah, I love Brooks, man. Like you said, major killer. Uh, he should he sh- should play well here. The only thing that worries me is the he didn't play the week before, and that's just a bug that Steve put in my ear, and that's it. Matt, how say you? Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna say about Brooks Kepka? He lives for this shit. He wakes for the majors like 10 k. Yeah, ten four. Great price. Yeah. Before you guys get into the rest, what's your overall thoughts on this weird pricing? Like Scotty all the way up to twelve something, and then fifty five, five point five k at the bottom. It's definitely as, different. As a T- TMZ guy, it, it felt more distributed than normal. It, what's the yeah. was the, the wow? I just realized John Daly is was in the, here. Fifty five hundred was the floor always fifty five hundred. Yeah, okay. Six, so they they and and the ceiling we rarely do we ever was twelve k. Like did anyone ever get past twelve? Well, we saw somebody at twelve one this year, didn't we? Did we see Rama twelve one? This was the most expensive anyone's been outside of like ever. the tour championship, yeah, which is like staggered scoring, which doesn't count. Yeah, so I mean, I guess as a TMZ guy. It struck it struck me as interesting to see the way that the prices were a little bit more distributed than normal. It felt like. Yep. Yeah. There's there's lots of misprices up and down uh, with them doing like this. It definitely makes it more interesting. Mm. Makes the builds more interesting too. All right. I will uh, eh, maybe partial credit there, Ryan. I'm going. What do you mean partial credit? <laughs> <laughs> My first golfer coming in at ten thousand dollars. Wow. wow. Victor Hovland. 13th in strokes gained total 10th in strokes gained T to green. He's contended in majors. He's circling around waiting to strike comes in ranked first in approach proximity over the last 50 rounds. He's on the rise. Perfect time to play him here. Capper. I'll see you. So I, I like Vic. I don't, it's, it's more ownership thing for me. And he's kind of been trending in the wrong direction since the Memorial, but mm. Uh, he he played really well last year, and the weakest part of his game, as everybody knows, is, is bunker play and chipping. Right? He does. He's not going to have to chip as much around here. He's going to be able to putt a lot, really long, really straight. Um, you can feel that a major is coming. Uh, so it could be could be this week, could be next year, but you can definitely feel it coming. I I, I mean I don't mind it at all. Plus you're starting at 10k, like you're going to have a, a a very balanced team. Very, very is uh, is he catching the nickname Norwegian Ricky Fowler with all that drip? That's what Sean, no, no, Sean's just, really in the big, way. It's big dick, big dick, Vic. really big dick, Vic. Oh, I like that, Matt. What do you got on Victor Hovland? Yeah, it's not if it's when for Vic. He's a great young talent. Uh, I don't. I agree with Capper on the chalk. Everyone's kind of going to him because he obviously is trending, playing great golf this year, and he was in that final group last year. And he's obviously a better golfer at this point of his career than he was last year. But you starting at that price point, fading the top, 
definitely a bold strategy. Definitely going to free your lineup up down when you get to the other spots. Love it. Bold strategy, Ryan. Matt, Fortune do you think, favors do you think the bold. Up, you think he's giving up too much win equity by starting up 10K, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so. No, I think so. Too, I, I think so. too much win equity. So <laughs> oh man. You know what? It's not even about the money anymore. I just yeah. wanna I just wanna have that million dollars so I can be like, ah, huh? Who gave up win equity now, baby? <laughs> oh god, God help us all if Sean Cash is a well, Jesus. And and I'm sure it's the same uh, high stakes uh, person I spoke with in 2017. So I should just email him now and be like, get the wire transfer ready. Oh, I'm wow. coming. Kramer. <laughs> well, I mean, I so again you, who's your second guy? This this guy was in the lineup before we even got started, especially now that he's recommitted to golf. The original drip squad member, uh, especially since Jason Day has been permanently eliminated, uh, since I found out he is a child named Dash. Uh, I always think it's a name. It's yeah. a name uh, for a dog. It, it's it, yeah. It's 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 the son's name in in the that like kids cartoon with the Expendables or one of those. But I mean, yeah, yeah, on. yeah. That is Dash. You're right. But Not he, the like, it's because that's the Stallone movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting mixed up. You know, late night late night viewings always blend together. So uh, obviously Ricky Fowler also makes the lineup 9,800. And I guess the part that seemed shocking to me is, is he not going to be a popular play here at 9,800? Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, I don't believe that this ownership is going to hold true. I, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's stuck. He's right between Cantley and Spieth. More cow is catching some steam too. I mean, maybe I thought he was going to be easy, easy 20%, but he's not. So uh, yeah, I I don't have a bad thing to say about Ricky, especially if he's not going to be chopped. I feel like he might be one of these players who, who on on Wednesday night, you know, you're looking at 14 to 16% and you open up the player pool in the morning and he's like fucking 23 and you're like, God damn it. Well, uh, either way, he was in, like two free squares for me. I started with Kepkin and Fowler, and I figured the rest out. You're gonna get bingo, Matt. What do you think of uh, what? What do you think here of that of that pick? I mean, Ricky's playing great golf, but I'm surprised at the ownership number at the moment. I expect like Capra for it to be a little higher, but I I don't I don't think it should be because. Ricky Fowler has only won six times in his career, and now he's getting praised to be like, "Oh, I'm the most tip golfer. I'm the I'm going to be the he's open back. championship <laughs> open champion this year." Like he was never he was never an elite top of the world golfer. He was just a cool guy who like yeah. wore orange and everyone liked. It's fucking so, really cool. Yeah. It would just but look he's playing good golf. It would just look so weird visually for Ricky Fowler to be holding the claret jug. Like it's you know it's such like an old true. school. Uh, and he's How in these like was... hyper colors with a giant jug. I don't know. It just seems like a weird fit. Well, that uh, picture him. of him at Wimbledon looking like a, a straight, like a uh, mafia <laughs> boss headed over to a fucking summer uh, soiree at the tennis court. Oh. Um, all right. My next pick, this is in honor of Steve Shermer. Oh, wow. <laughs> give me not the queen, Steve Shermer. Yes. Talking about the British show. Yes. Here. Uh, give me Tommy Fleetwood, oh, baby. Jesus Christ. Made the cut in the last five British Opens. He's a veteran Lynx golfer. Again, he's he's got that low flight path, fly under the radar. Uh, again, this is this is where Tommy Fleetwood goes to shine. I feel like, I, and I I'm not even gonna give him out over like um, as an overall because his price is like twenty five to one, which I feel like is a little short for for Tommy Fleetwood, even though I think he should have a good round. Only ninety three hundred bucks. Tommy Fleetwood, Capper, are you in on Tommy Fleetwood this week? No, uh, I just it's it's the hometown narrative, right? Like it, he, he grew up near there, uh, and he's gonna have a lot of pressure on him. And one thing Tommy 
Fleetwood does not like is pressure. Uh, he, uh, I mean, look, he should, he should check all the boxes. The problem is when Tommy checks all the boxes and everybody gets on him, he disappoints. That's what Tommy does. <laughs> he, he, he should have, he should have won the Canadian open. He played super conservative. Um, unless he's, unless he's, you know, 15 shots out, that's when he shoots his Sunday 61s at tournaments. He never does that when he's in contention. Um, as far as a DFS play goes, I just think he's going to be too chalky. Like I, I'd rather, oh, I'd wow. rather take DJ Malone, but that's just mm. Tommy Fleetwood is, is Matt uh, Damon's character from Goodwill hunting. Just uh, <laughs> Matt, you seem like a smart guy. You're probably on Tommy Fleetwood this week, right? <laughs> Yeah, I Tommy and Terrell Hatton were kind of interchangeable for me, and I was gonna go with whoever had the lower ownership, and it seems to be Hatton at the moment because they're mm. virtually the same golfer. Is Tommy Fleetwood gonna shoot his sixty-two on Saturday to get into contention, or on Sunday when it's too late? If it does, if he doesn't do either of those things, he's just gonna not pay off for you, and you always have to rely on that one super low round to when it's too little, too late, or when he does it on Saturday to get in the mix. And then you saw what he did last week. It's just so on brand what these two oh, guys it's, do. It's, it's, yeah, it's, Tommy, it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. Tommy Flea was never won a PGA tour event in the United never States. Once. Yeah. Not once ever. Oh. And he's 25 to one at a fucking major. It's stupid. These, yeah. the well, it's not in the United States, baby. Kramer, what do you Sean, got? Who's Sean, your next guy? Sean, uh, just take, take a d- deep breaths, hands over I the head. This, I hate this. You, segment. You, you, what do you mean? You hate <laughs> this. Segment? All right. Next up. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's get some more live action on the team and uh, why not just hit the cocaine bear sound effect? Because once again, it's it again, I stumbled into uh, ownership here, but it seems like <laughs> it does seem like Dustin Johnson also could be a less popular play. A couple top 10 uh, finishes here overseas last week at the live event where they were dancing in the fairways <laughs> finished fifth. He plays well overseas, Sean. And, and he, uh, what 10th in the U S open. So decent form and feels like he's been, I keep reading about how he's a discount. So I was surprised again to see that he might be a, a, po- a decent contrarian play this week. Matt saw you nodding. Are you in on uh, DJ as well? It sounds like fucking crushing you. Yeah. I'm definitely in on DJ this week and he's been, he's been lurking in the past two majors as well as obviously last year, two top tens in the last two open champions championships. He was nearly the first round leader at the last two majors. And then he faded on the weekend. If he puts together those weekend rounds, he'll surely be there. And he's kind of trending on live. Like we said earlier in the show, make what you want to make of that, but it's good. Golf is good golf. He's playing, playing all right. And he knows how to play in this style of golf. I'm with a Dustin thing this week for sure. Yes. Caber. Yep. Sam. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the thing, the thing that's, ha- the thing that's had with DJ is, is, is like what Matt said, right? It's unquantifiable what he's doing over there. So it's just, you gotta, you gotta close your eyes and picture. Can you see DJ stalking this course and, and fucking holding up the side of the I, Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I think Paulina just needs to stay the fuck away and just go wait on the yacht in the med. And wait for him to be done, oh. then you guys can. It's a baby fucking wheel, I, man. I, I will say, and by the way, Sean, I did actually see some whales. Well, Ooh. not sure if they were babies. babies. Although I don't know if you saw this. The recently, uh, some somewhere down on the southern African coast, uh, some fishermen pulled out this crazy-looking fish that. If our friend from the northeast saw, he definitely would have thought it was a baby fucking whale. <laughs> All right, my next golfer coming in at a very great price, $8,100. He's 
He has huge upside potential, low ownership, top Ooh. 10 in the U.S. Open. Nice. Give me Tom Kim. Capper, explain to the people why that's a great pick. Also, DraftKings kind of racist. They just have a <laughs> Korean flag instead of his profile photo. Oh, no. Come on. Am I racist? Come on. Am I racist? I mean, yeah. it's not yeah, casual. Wrong. You can't find a Tom it's Kim it. photo, DraftKings? Yeah. It's like it's like your seventy-five-year-old grandmother. Just casual <laughs> yeah. racism. It's not. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. come on, find find a photo of Tom Kim. I can find a photo yeah. of Tom Kim. They have he's on Wikipedia. Capper, is this a good play? <laughs> so, I don't mind it. He, I mean, look, he played well at the Scottish. It doesn't really have anything to do with this. He was looked like he was trending in a wrong direction uh, after the U.S. Open. I just feel like every. I, I don't know where his ownership is going to end up. AK is always the range that gets skipped over. So we won't be chalky, um, but everybody on the, on the narrative where you got to be accurate, you got to be accurate. You got to be accurate. Tom is not long. Um, so that's a slight disadvantage for him, but you'll know what you're getting out of him immediately. Cause if, if he, if his putter's on, then he's good. His approach fire. is typically fine. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm fine with Tom Kim there. <laughs> so you so you went Vic at 10 K down to nine K with Fleetwood and now low eight with, Tom Kim. Yep. Okay. All right. What about you? To work. Wow. What about you, Matt? Wow. What do you got? They're not liking your. So life. going into last week's Scottish Open, Scottish Open, there was some Tom Kim love because he finished well at the year before the Scottish Open. He obviously did that again at this past Scottish Open and his and his only Open Championship uh, career start. He made the cut. So is Tom is Tom Kim just like a generational links golfer? Maybe, maybe we're yes. ahead of the curve. Maybe you're ahead of the curve. Personally, I'm out on Tom Kim. The putter's been abysmal. He had one good putting start last week, yep. but I don't Yo. hate the pick because if you're ahead of a curve, you're ahead of a curve. He's not going to be too owned. I'm, I'm out though. All right, I'll take that as a win. Oh, the he knees said he didn't are, hate the pick. The knees are rattling. He said he didn't hate the pick. That is a win in my uh, in my DFS showdown. Kramer. Oh, I I I almost my are my my walking around the ring between rounds, putting my fists up in the air, feeling the win already. Uh, so I forget if Capper loves or hates this guy. But yeah. it seems like when you get down to the cheap guys, if you can find guys that are good ball strikers and doing all the things you need, but maybe high variance putters worth a dart throw in a GPP format, give me C Woo yeah. Kim. Yeah, seventy three hundred. And again, is he going to be low owned? Uh, like, yeah, what's happening got, here? I'm going to win a million dollars. Everybody's talked themselves into Denny McCarthy and Brian <laughs> Hammond this week. Like I've, yeah. I've never, I've never heard these two fucking guys mentioned as much as they've been mentioned. Um, so we couldn't have written, yeah, yeah, written the script better than Harmon <laughs> and McCarthy for Capital. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Um, yeah, see, he was the man, dude. Like he's super yes. volatile, but he's actually not been as volatile as um, he used to be. I uh, got caught at the Travelers, but yeah, I mean, look, he is he's. Great ball striker. All the comp courses that that Steve and, and other people smarter than me who who figure out the the golf course comps. Uh, he he's played well. That I mean, the travels he lost seven strokes putting. Even for Sibu, that's fucking tough to do. So I don't see him being that bad again. Um, decent uh, finish last year. So yeah, uh, yeah, I love Sibu. They mispriced him in the betting market too. He was two hundred to one. I mean, that was fucking oh, wow. And he he's broken a putter on tour before, right? <laughs> he yeah, he finished. Yeah, uh, he, he broke his putter at the Masters, and he putted with his three with it. Was uh, I, I mean, you might just have to start auto playing him. That's that's the kind of move an every man can appreciate. 
Exactly. Like he actually did the tin cup thing. He it's actually like, got it, it, got it, it broke, smashed. Broke my fucking putter. Fuck this club. I don't. Need uh, breaking news: club. I've uh, swapped out Denny McCarthy oh. for Siwoo <laughs> Kim. <laughs> after, uh, after reading some, uh, reading, catching up on some oh, latest well, trends here. Matt didn't even give us his take. Oh, uh, Matt, him. do you like Siwoo Kim? I'm sure you do because yeah. I didn't have men originally. <laughs> Siwoo rated out as the tenth best player in this field for me. Actually, oh, wow. and when you when you look at Siwoo's game, this is the most well rounded it's ever been in his entire career. He used to be an abysmal putter, and he's still not great a great putter, but he he's he got the the broomstick putter, which is the yep. old, the big Adam Scott gross looking putter, and it's working for him. And the approach, the around the green play, and the total driving is just check, 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 check the box. I think I might bet Siwoo at that one fifty two hundred to one, but I haven't gotten there yet. But I love the Siwoo call. He will be in my lineups. Great pick by me. Oh, All right. Wow, um, since we both had Siwoo Kim, I have two Kims in my in my that's lineup. Right. That's good. Double for you. Kims. I mean, we love we, uh, Korean food is tasty. It's delicious. Um, I have uh Taylor Gooch. Okay. Give me Taylor Gooch. Yeah. He's been playing really well in the live tour. He's also been doing really well overseas. 7,800. I got it for Matt's DFS article. So Matt, you, you gotta love this pick or I'm going to look like a total idiot. Uh, <laughs> what, why should be, why should people be playing uh Gooch here uh, this weekend? Again, we don't know how to quantify those live results, but if they mean anything, Taylor Gooch is a top five player in the world. So if you're getting him at $7,800, hell yeah. And like I said, when we started the show, if the wind picks up, Taylor Gooch flights the ball as good or better than anyone in the entire world. That's not even a joke. So Taylor Gooch, $7,800 hammer play for sure. Let's Boy, go. I like, Get I out like the, the hammer. hammer. I like that. Kramer, what do you catch up? What do you got here? Who's I just remember just Phil Mickelson when he when he was driving <laughs> up to that major, just gonna hit some fucking bombs. Do you like do you hit like Gucci uh, this weekend, Capper? Yeah, I, yeah, I think uh, I think so. Uh, I just <laughs> what's funny is I see myself on a shit ton of live guys this week as mm. I'm like doing this exercise, really? and I was doing yeah. So I mean, what I mean, I like Brooks, I like DJ, I like Gucci, like, but, but it's select golfers, right? Like, I don't like the, the bums on live, but. Like these guys were good at guys who I backed before, and yeah, Gooch was good before he left. Like it, it's he was one of the he was one of the ones where it was like, why did he go? He's had so long to go, but whatever, man. Life changing money. What are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, Kramer, what do you got? Uh, well, so I, I've given out four guys. Yep. And my next guy again, I've spent some money, so I don't have <laughs> much left. Sixty six hundred. Ooh. He's Dumpster got a. Diving. I want to say. I wanna, I'm gonna. Maybe I'll fuck this up. He's got a cousin who once, uh, who's a poker player. If you're o- OG World Series of Poker, you'll remember the Harrington that played poker, Patrick Harrington. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Who apparently Wait, was that? Really, his cousin? Uh, they're related. I I could be I could be wrong with the relation, and I'll I'll look it up. But uh, apparently, he's playing good golf on the old guy tour. Mm. And great golf, great yeah. golf uh, on the old guy tour. He's got. Six top ten finishes on in eight starts this uh, this season on tour. Sean, really dumpster diving here, but it didn't seem like I had to get too deep in the dumpster as this guy has won the Open Championship. I'll respect it two times, twice, yeah, back to back, to back if I'm not mistaken. And uh, yeah, so uh, felt like the right pick here. Give me Mr. Harrington, Capper. You go first. Tell this is a great pick, right, for your heritage. Uh, so. Yeah, for my heritage, yes. Uh, he's a proper <laughs> Irishman, unlike unlike fucking Rory. Um, but 
He's but, catching a lot of steam too. Like, so oh. it's, what's funny is, and, like, what happens when Padre Harrington is catching steam? Like, I know he's playing good on the old man tour, but I mean, if we can't quantify live, how the hell do we quantify the senior tour? That's, um, that's fair. It, it's just, listen, I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, you can do worse, right? There's, there's, there's always going to be some old crusty Euro uh, who's going to do well here. Why can't it be Padraig? Yeah, I don't see why not. I prefer somebody who's the same price point. He's more volatile, but I feel like he's got, he's just got more upside, right? So like Harrington, I don't feel like Harrington's going to get you a top 10, right? He might make the cut and squeeze out like a 25 or a 30, but I don't think he, I don't think he's going to score a shit ton. Say his first name again. Padraig. Oh, I love that. Padraig. <laughs> Uh, distant cousin of former NFL quarterback Joey Harrington and what? 1995 World Series of Poker champion Dan Harrington. That's so, weird. How about that, Matt? What go. about you? Is did uh, Harrington make your dumpster dive list here? No, he definitely did not. I mean, but like, I don't know how you yes. want to quantify those senior tour results. He hasn't missed a cut since January, which is obviously a long time. Yeah, he did finish tenth at the Texas Open, which is one of his few PGA tour starts this season. He was in one of the late groups last week at the Scottish open, which is a bonus. And he's truthfully one of the longer players out there. He's getting longer with age somehow, some way. And there if you want to look back to the, you want to look back to the uh, PGA championship at Kiwa and I don't know where he finished fourth. Gosh. So oh, yeah. he could definitely do it, but I'm not doing the Podrick thing, especially that he's getting the love. I I, I can't do it. I can't do it. You you can get uh Sean, he's he's two to one top thirty. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Top ten is nine to one. Oh wow. <laughs> All right, Kramer. You can, bet, you can bet him top senior too at plus one seventy five. Oh, that's, that's probably man, the better way to play it. That might be better than top, yeah. top. Who's his competition? That that old German guy, Bernard Langer. Guy's always <laughs> yeah, hanging around. He's not he's not playing. No, uh, All right. Bill. Bill. Wait, uh, Phil counts as a senior? Yeah, dude, he's on the senior tour. What the fuck? Or he was on the senior tour before he left. Um, oh man, yeah. I don't Times remember. I don't. I, I didn't put much thought into it. I was like, yeah, that's that's probably the play. <laughs> Phil Darren Clark. Darren uh, Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's sneaky. Else. You gotta look out. John Daly. Guy. John Daly. Oh, no, Daly. Uh, yeah. Daly's not quite a senior. I mean, is he? He looks like a senior. Yes. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah he's surely a yeah. senior. <laughs> well, his and his. Let's not forget his kids. He secured oh, that yes. sick ass nil deal with Hooters. Uh, that was pretty awesome. There is an injury update for John Daly. It says update Daly uh, <laughs> undisclosed is listed in the field for the Open Championship this week. It's just it's just like a general. He's probably banged up. Injury update. Yeah, he's been dealing with <laughs> nagging knee injuries and a it's nagging wife. Nagging yeah. ex wife driving him crazy. <laughs> All right, for me, my final golfer. Because I already I I co-signed a uh, Kramer Siwoo Kim. Oh, great job! This gentleman, seventy five hundred dollars. He of course made twenty two out of twenty four cuts this season. Seven top tens, creative with his irons, which you need to be in the British Open. Ninth in the Masters, so he can show up in the bright spotlight. Gimme Sahith Thigala. Oh, that <laughs> capper. So. He is really squarely off the tee. Yes, love it. No, not, no, not this. No, week. no, no. Not you don't want to be squarely off the tee. Uh, so listen, he is he is definitely creative around the greens, right? And he can get up and down. It seems mm -hmm. like his his good rounds are really good. His bad rounds are really fucking bad. That's um, what you. That's what you want, though, in DFS. You want the, yeah, the high variance. I guys. just. I don't like the. I don't. I just don't like his profile for this course. Like, I just don't. So yeah, I, it's it's definitely a no for me on Tigalo. 
I saw Matt shaking his head. Guy, guy uh-huh. gunning for a promotion here. Matt, <laughs> what do you what do you make of uh, Thagala here? So yeah. There's like I always say with the gala, there's no right or wrong course fit for him. The guy can pop at a traveler championship with super tight fairways or at Augusta with super wide fairways. Uh, He's just a very talented golfer who pops off the tee, pops on approach, pops around the green. He does it in different ways. That's why his stats never really look great. But I like the place to hit when the number is right and when no one's on him. So he seems to be going under the radar last week. I was on him last week. He flamed out after making every damn cut the whole season, I might go right back. I haven't made the decision yet. Yes. So, but so hit the one, when, when he's under the radar is a good play in my opinion. Love it. that genius, Matt uh, Kramer. What do you got? I almost feel bad with the way that I'm going to just drop the mic on you right here. <laughs> Spending 65 of my $6,700 on a guy who's been a member of this golf course since he was seven years old. Let's go storm through the qualifier, <laughs> Mr. Matthew Jordan. He's a, he's another one, Sean, two to one for the top 40 market. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's the, he's the opening tee shot for the fucking tournament. Mm. He's a member at the club. Let's go. Uh, he qualified Sean. This is the underdog story. We like to hear <laughs> Matthew Jordan. Let's go. Tell me why this is awesome. Matt, you go first. Matt. You share his name. Oh, Matt. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So Matt Jordan's a bit of a liability off the tee, but oh, he ranks seventh on the entire European tour in strokes gain around the green, which you got to get it up and down on this golf course. So Matthew Jordan knows his way around this place better than anyone, literally in the entire world. I posted a video on Twitter today of him swinging a club when he was three years old at this place. And I was like, this guy's a stud. So I don't see how Matt, Matt J misses the cup this week. Uh, I mean, I like it's going to blow, blow up my face, but the home game <laughs> narratives never really work out, but I'm doing the Matty J thing this week. Yes, Capper. Yeah, listen, he's he's one of these. He's one of the guys that I have stat down here, uh, um, in the dumpster data range. Uh, it was it's him and Grio uh, is who I'm playing in this basically in this price range. So yeah, uh, I'm definitely fine with it. Uh, feeling good, Sean. <laughs> feeling good. All right, I'm gonna win one of these, and and by that I mean the entire Millie Maker. Let's fucking go, baby. We, I, we're, I'm getting. There's needs to be a trophy or a belt or something if I sweep you. If I if I get the the calendar grand slam uh, on your on. ass, come on, Ryan. No need to rub it in. All right, should we add a couple days to the Darren Waller uh, Dallas Goddard bet? A couple oh, couple I feel, mustache. I feel days. way more confident about that than I do this fucking British Open. Capper, who's gonna rock the mustache better? Uh, I don't know. I mean, oh, wow. I don't know. He thought too much about that. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to give you a serious answer. Is it just? Gonna, is it gonna? Is it gonna be like the porno stash? Or like, what? What, what are we looking? Uh I figure I'm, my it's dad. It's whatever Ryan wants. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> See what I the did? Fu- I think I think you should do. Kramer would look Sean good with the, the Fu Manchu. Man What's Fu no. Manchu? Uh, yeah, I would say Fu. Like, yeah, definitely the Fu Manchu. See, what I think would be fun is just uh, you know it will uh, like every week I do something a little different each each week or every couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm. Well, that I'm, way, if you start with the Fu Manchu, you can trim it and you can change it as it goes. So, and then stop. obviously, if the work Giants your way are, down to the Hitler Giants, uh, or Michael <laughs> Jordan mustache. <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 save that one for. I mean, Phil, it would fit for my uh, for my bets. Official bets for the British Open. Very simple. I'm going to take these three guys, top 10, and to win outright. Tom Kim, uh, I think it's like six to one, seven to one, top 10, 75 to one to win it all. Uh, my boy Gooch, 
again, similar range there, 75 to one top 10, six, seven to one uh, the gala. I'm seeing as high as 150 to one top 10. Uh, I think a little bit higher, maybe like nine to one and little fun prop bet Rory to miss the cut. The hater and me uh, will really enjoy this. It's seven to one kind Love of it. a fun hate bet. Uh, Kramer, what do you got bets wise? Anything well, fun? Well, we, yeah, we were going to do the Harrington top senior, which okay. I think I, I like that. I think that's better than the top 30. I think Capper said plus 170. I'll have to dig that one out. I, I also, I think I'm also going to take this, this Matt, Matthew Jordan bet that I told you, mm. the two to one that he makes the top 40. How many guys make the cut in this one, guys? 65 in size. Oh, no, so I think our, it's 80. I think it's 80. Okay. Do they cut up? So that what won't go past that? See what see what happens no, I, when I, Steve's not here. I, th- I think it's eighty. It. I think it's eighty in ties. It's different for the with RNA. Is it eighty? Oh man, I'm seeing wow. top seventy golfers. Oh, even dead ties. So we're in the middle. <laughs> in the middle, middle bit. Right, hopefully, so, hopefully, Steve doesn't hear this. He's gonna. Uh, be he's outraged. gonna be very angry. You know, we're gonna get a long message. We we're gonna wake up to it because Steve's up at the ass crack of dawn. Oh my. Dude, that is the, like it is the craziest thing. I wake up and it's like a, it's like an encyclopedia on my fucking phone. He did that this morning. He did that. He did that yeah. or this morning for our show last night. Oh, <laughs> if we could only be uh, so. Yeah, blessed. I mean, I'm overwhelmed by his information just on Discord, on the on the show when he comes on our show. I can only imagine like what he starts with before he whittles it down to stuff he has. It's insane. You, you guys are getting the raw stuff. I, I, I am. I'm also going to go uh, outrights. Obviously, on Brooks and Rory. Um, <clears throat> the Rory price, I think, is twenty two to one. Sorry, not oh, Rory. What? Ricky Fowler, uh, Brooks and Ricky. Yeah. Oh, that was a horrible slip. Hmm. That I was, was like, was like, that was, was like, really wait, what? Where, what book? What book is hanging that? That was really. That was really. <laughs> I, you know, I got, I got a spot. Uh, and uh, what's the Brooks price? I don't have that in front of uh, me. Around 20, the same. Yeah, 22, 20, no, depending on what you Okay. Th- those are my outrights. And then uh do do we want to do a first round leader? Narrative first round leader. Ooh. Matthew Jordan and narrative sure. first round leader Rory, so we can choke the fuck out of this thing. <laughs> oh, that would be impossible yeah. to go from first round leader uh to missing the cut. That it, you no, think that's actually tough? that actually happens. Uh, who did it? Fucking ZJ Keegan? did it. Zach Johnson did it. Keegan, Keegan did it. Spieth did it. Look, oh, it happens. All right. That's why. That's why you see you can't go full Keegs because he did that shit. <laughs> Let's see. I, I think that. I think that sounds like a good card for me. All right. Uh, I, anything else we should add, guy? Any any uh, any smash? Yeah. What do you? What are some fun what stuff you guys? Any hammer hammer plays? Yeah, Gannon. Unleash the hammer. What do you? What do you got that we <laughs> haven't hit on? Uh, like you want like a safer bet or a fun a fun oh, bet? Fun, fun bet. bet. Come fun on, bet. this is a this is a gambling right. show. This isn't an investment. Fun bet, fun <laughs> bet. Robert McIntyre, first round top Great Britain and Ireland player, which is like the Rory's, the Fitzpatrick's, Hatton's, Fleetwoods, fourteen to one. I think after that gutting loss at the Scottish Open, DraftKings by the way. Gutting loss at the Scottish Open to Rory. He's going to come out hot and he does his best work in difficult conditions. That's what we're going to see here. So, 14 to 1, I like Bob Mack to stay, stay hot. Uh, so, Ooh, he he fun. was actually on my uh, dra- my DK lineup at one point. I'm going to add him as the fir- a first round leader. And while I'm at it, I'm going to add Brooks and, Brooks and Ricky. Capper, before leader. we let you go, give us, a, give us a fun bet for the folks. First Some round leader. Go check, go, go, check your, go check your local books that offer player props. Um, 
they're hanging. It's a par 71. And right now they're hanging for most people other than Rory and Scotty at 69 and a half over unders with the over is pushed uh, or the juice is pushed to the over. So unless these people know something that we don't like if the wind is coming in, that means most of these golfers just have to shoot one under to cash these first round bets. So go check out your books, see what they see, what you got. I feel like the juice is on the wrong side. I texted a couple people immediately. Like, what am I Ooh. missing here? Like, is this is something something that I'm missing, or are they doing something? Wrong? You hear this? So he's I, he's sourcing. <laughs> <laughs> what, so. about, what about first round leader? Leader, give us uh, give us one first round leader. I know you know I like play uh, nine, but I like Brooks. Yeah, yeah. So I like Brooks. Uh, he was uh, when we played here in 2014. He was second to Ooh. I think we was shit was Rory fucking first round leader that year too. I don't know, but yeah, I like Brooks. He came in. Uh, he, he was second to first round leader. I think last time we played here, um, showed up well last year in the first round and you'll know what you get with Brooks. Um, if he's, if he's even remotely like in, in it on Thursday, it's a fucking good thing. Cause he gets better as the weekend goes on. All right. He's dialed in. Let's go. Hey, I, make sure I spoke to him. He's good. <laughs> He's good. You <laughs> talk to him. Uh, give Capper a follow on Twitter at Boston underscore Capper. Give Matt a follow on Twitter at underscore Matt, Matt underscore Gannon. And uh, of course, make sure you subscribe to the Golf Gambling Podcast. They do a ton of great stuff. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to us as well. Smash that subscribe button. NFL is coming. I uh, got a couple more episodes here, and then we're going to be hopping in individual team previews. Thirty-two NFL team previews. Ryan, it doesn't get any better. The National Football League just around the corner. Uh, Real quick, Matt, who's your NFL team? Carolina Panthers. Okay, because oh, I was going to say that's fun. If it was the Cowboys, you're no longer welcome to work here. But great answer <laughs> on the Panthers. Yeah, Andy Got Dalton, the starting quarterback, apparently. <laughs> yeah, look out. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Matthew Jordan is uh, north of 125 to 1 first round leader. Hmm? Kramer, let it. Right.